Hello, everybody. Welcome to the It Couple. Welcome to the It Couple. I'm your host, Sarah. If you're listening to this, we're still married. Can you believe it? It's We've a podcast. Almost, we're, we're coming up on our four-year wedding anniversary. And as a gift to us, follow us on YouTube. We're also on Instagram. TikTok. At the It Couple At the Pod- It Couple yeah. Podcast on YouTube, on TikTok, and on Instagram. We've got some great episodes coming up, folks. Um, in addition to doing this, I'm also a stand-up comedian. You can uh, see me at the Rhode Island Comedy Festival October 5th. I also have another wrestling podcast, Russell Rose. I'm on that a couple times a month. Uh, you also have a show in Fairfield on the 23rd. I do. So we have a That's couple of days. That's the big one, folks. Yeah. This September Saturday, the 23rd. 23rd. If you're a Dan St. Germain fan, I'm going to be doing a lot of new material that's not in the special. Our guest this week officiated our wedding. Yes, he did. We did Willow Creek, which is a movie he directed. And wrote. Really fun found footage creature feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see myself, like my midlife crisis is approaching, if it's not here already. Do you think your midlife crisis is just going up there and getting mistaken for a Yeti? <laughs> or like, where do you, where does it fall I, in? <laughs> I appreciate that. I was going to say I would become a Bigfoot researcher, but I kind of do look like a Bigfoot. You are. Would the Bigfoot be threatened by you or would it accept you as one of its own? Yeah, it'd be like Harry and the Henderson. Well, you mean if I met Bigfoots? Yeah. I mean, I think that they would accept me. Mm-hmm. I'm very good around animals. He is a little like St. Francis. He's a... Um, animals I love would, Dan. I would smell uh, very good compared to them. Compared to them, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, depending... Depending on the day. On what you ate I the night before. I accidentally shipped a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we're I mean, this is... Oh, we are, because we talked about me shitting in a parking lot, so we're going to just we? take a second. That one hasn't come out yet, but... Yeah, boogeyman. It's in Boogeyman, I think. Oh, so coming up, I shit in a parking lot after yeah. a barbecue. When we get a Patreon, piece. that's the first video you get is Sarah <laughs> shitting in a parking lot. So it's one way to monetize Dan this. shit the bed, literally. Go on, Dan. <laughs> No, that's it. I that's mean, it. it's a really fun. It's a fun. Uh, it's a fun episode. If you want to do uh, check out more of Bobcat's uh, work, I mean, he's got he's got a ton of movies that that are great. World's Greatest Dad. He's also got a new album, Soldier for Christ, and does a lot of um, a lot of stand up dates with Dana Gould. And Dana's like one of the funniest guys ever. So, and Bobcat's hilarious. So check check them out. I think he's a great stand up, great director, such a wonderful one of my close person friends too. Comedy. Please check it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, it's Willow Creek. Willow Creek, y'all. The real truth of it is you're out in the middle of nowhere. How do we know we're going in the right direction? You don't want to be in the movie, and now you're Stanley fucking Kubrick. Turn off the camera. There's a lot of people uh, live back in these woods, and they just don't like other people in their business. Everyone, welcome hu- humanity. Welcome people. Every, everyone, okay. Bob Scratch Goldfarb. <laughs> um, I get legend a lot now when I go up, and it always throws me off. The le- legend, I feel like. But you are just, one. You you feel that I know, right? I got. I, I feel like I feel like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I'm getting even worse because I don't have the I don't have legend says, but now I'm starting to get vet. Oh, you're an old vet because I've been doing it 16 years. Uh, and I'm like, well, that makes me want to kill myself because I thought I would get to legend before vet. But I guess. Yeah, legend is better than vet. <laughs> Vet's like I'm doing tours at fucking so Chuckle sad. Nuts. Yeah. yeah, there's there's some PTSD involved. <laughs> yeah. 
What I love about this movie, we'll start it. You know, it's weird. We usually go through the like we. This is like the fifth or sixth one we recorded, and we usually go plot bit by bit. But mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of weird doing that with you here. So we'll do more of like a broad stroke. But what's so interesting about <clears throat> this movie, I think, like when you watch um, like God Bless America or World's Greatest Dad, you're like, this came from the same type of guy. You know what I mean? It's like a bobcat right. wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. This is just a straight horror movie. This yeah, this is yeah, like I, yeah. this is a straight horror found footage movie. When I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is like a straight horror movie." There's like it's it's very different. From Which those you two also movies. wrote, so you wrote and directed. Well, yeah, this. but but it, yeah, it was but it, it it's it's actually more well, I guess horror, it's suspense. Mm-hmm. You know that was yes. the germ. But um, I uh, I went up to Willow Creek and I thought I was gonna make like a Christopher Guest movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like have a Bigfoot conference and then have all these characters. And then when I got up there, I was like, well, these people do not be, need to be taken down a couple notches. <laughs> like, 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 They're looking like for a notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, any increment of a notch. So yeah, so I went to uh, my first Bigfoot conference and uh, the Squatchers, they believe that Bigfoot has a, a flat head, not a pointy head. And this guy had a cardboard cutout of a pointy-headed Bigfoot. And this other guy comes over and he goes, you disgust me. <laughs> he seriously <laughs> said, you disgust me? He goes, oh, he my goes, God. He goes, look at that head. Oh, my <laughs> God. Guy, I love that well, there's I, like a hierarchy, too, of oh, like yeah, oh, the yeah. smarter, so, cooler, I, and then the idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I thought like the that movie was going to be kind of about faith, you know, because they all yeah. have these different versions, you know. The problem with that movie would be that you know the thing about Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman is they're all different characters. These are all the same guy. If you did that movie, it's like it's just the same. <laughs> oh, but guy. I don't agree. I feel like the people that you interviewed who were actual real humans; these were not actors. Right. Well, you know, except for the park ranger who we love from Deadwood, but um. I, I feel like they were sort of some were skeptics and some were true believers, right. and I think yeah, that but that's... he's talking about the Bigfoot guys. Like he's talking about like the, these dudes the who like lose. Their, yeah, it's like you talk oh, about it in the movie. Like they the, go and hunt them. The Bigfoot curse, where it's like somebody who'd never stop not the looking locals. for this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not the locals, but the Squatchers. A lot of camo, a lot of camo, <laughs> and a lot of a lot of. A lot of fifty-inch waistband stretch pants. Yeah. Oh yeah, for so, sure. So, uh, but but um, yeah. So when I got up there, I thought I I went back and do you know Joe Lynch, the director writer? He does a lot of horror and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I don't the, know what he did. I, I don't know. Like U Turn. Oh yeah, I know U Turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I love U Turn. Oh, so, great. So he he's like, um, I come back and I'm talking to him. I go, I really think it should be a found footage movie. But, you know, that's found footage is pretty played out. And and he gave me this speech like, no, it's going to be yours. It's going to be a Bobcat Goldthwait found footage movie. And he, yeah. he kind of talked me into doing it. So I love found footage, man. Like Last Exorcism. I, I was genuinely scared by Blair Witch when I first saw it. Um, Did you see it when it first came out? Yeah. I saw it in the theater. It's, it's it just, look, it's like, terrifying. it's not like, you're not going to be able to, the thing with fan footage, you're not going to be able to be an auteur. Like there's only so much, you, you know, you have to follow right. the mode. At some point it has to feel like a real, like someone's filming it, you know? Right. And if, right. And if you don't do that, when you, when you, when you start doing shots that they wouldn't have, or when you start getting it too choppy, it yeah. ends up taking you out and it, it ruins the thing that made Blair Witch so amazing. So 
once I decided to pull the trigger on this, I on purpose didn't go back and watch it because I didn't want to be influenced. And then lo and behold, when I got done, I we had shot scenes that were really similar right. to that that cut got cut out. I was like, oh my god, you know. Um, like at one point, Lexi's character is saying goodbye to her family in tears. Oh, you know? that's the, it, yeah, that is that scene mm-hmm. verbatim. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it was a scene she riffed, but 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 uh, it had to hit the floor. It was a shame because it was really good, but it was too 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 on the. But note. you know, at the end of Cloverfield, which is found footage, it's like those two saying yeah. "I love you" to each other. It's like it's like that beats has to be in there, you know, in some ways. Yeah. You know? I don't know I if believe- it does, though, because I feel like if you're really being chased, which they are in the end, like he gets it first and then you yeah. hear her because he's already dead. <laughs> like she doesn't even have a chance to be like, I love you. It's like, holy fucking shit. Let's run. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd be like, I love you, Dan. Well, it's a, dead. It's, it's, I mean, I don't know. One of the questions I have for you is if they survive, if they well, they clearly don't survive this. Well, one of them does maybe in a horrible state, mm. um, but like they would have broken up. Right. This was the beginning yeah. of a total yeah. breakup. This whole this, movie. This, this, this. This it's it's he it's his folly, yeah. you know, and and um, you know later on, I people said it was about uh, uh, emasculating uh, uh, the male being ema- emasculated, and, and then you think about it, it's like yeah, you know, he proposes, and you know, he he is kind of it just could continually. It might be that that might be what I that don't movie. Think about. so, man, because it's like he you don't feel sorry, you feel sorry for her. But as soon as yeah. he's like, as soon as the uh, pot farmer tells him to, because that's like, it's supposed to be like a blood mountain pot farmer, right? Like one of those type of yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he tells yeah, him to yeah. fuck, which that guy's great. And I went on his IMDb and he's never been in anything after this, but he's, I don't know where you guys found him, but he's awesome. He's like genuinely scary. Um, but then as soon as he decides to go through another way into the woods where he's like, oh, you know, fuck that guy. another way in. You completely lose sympathy for him. You're like, yeah, I don't care. If, you know, you're like, oh, this guy, I just, I hope the girl's okay. But this guy yeah. totally fucking he's, bought yeah, into his, this. Yeah. His, 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 his uh, blindness, um, which was like mine, by the way, when we're making the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, so we hiked in, it's a two hour drive down a dirt road to get to, where the Patterson Gimlin footage was shot and that's where we shot the movie. Yeah. So then you hike in and there's no cell reception. It is like a classic horror film, but like, like I was, uh, Bryce, who's the lead in the, you know, um, she does a great job. He, he, uh, Bryce Johnson and Alexi Gilmore. Those are the two. Yeah. And they had never met, and they met in the car when we drove the 11 hours up there. And then we discussed what we thought their characters would be. They'll tell you that it was a 12-page outline. I think it was a 20-page outline. Um, But it's interesting because there was a scripted scene, and that scene at the beginning where he does the intro and he keeps screwing up and she keeps correcting and she's filming it. That was pretty scripted. That kind of established who they were. And then after that, so much of the stuff was just those two, like me laying in the back of the car going, well, what would happen if you, <laughs> you said, and then they, and they would just ad lib scenes. And so I can't take credit. This for is the- why I can't like, I could, I, this is why I'm not a great actor. Cause I would just start laughing. If there was like a director behind me, like telling me <laughs> yeah. like, Telling me like be sweeter with Dan, her. Dan I would just start and I laughing. Can't even role play. Like we <laughs> yeah. tried once to we like start, role play. We tried to be other people at a hotel once, meeting each other for the first time, and we just started fucking laughing. It's <laughs> like you want to just fuck in the bathroom as us. 
ourselves as ourselves. Yeah. Like, we didn't even make up a name. I forget. What, oh, this is what it is. This is why I started lighting. I'm like, what do you do for a living? And she said cybersecurity. And I just started like losing my shit. I was like, how did you pick that as the least sexy job in America? I think it's so sexy. Oh, my God. You're a spy. Oh, my God. And we were That's in a hotel awesome. bar in like Union Square. Like, yeah, yeah. We went to like a hotel bar. I could never do it. Yeah, no. So are you a Bigfoot I, guy, though? Do you believe there's any chance this is... I I would love to live in a world where there's an 800-pound wood ape yeah. walking around. So uh, uh, I've been squatching a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was saying about how, how, how it was my folly, because, like, those guys would be driving over cliffs, and I'm like, do that line again. <laughs> like, trying to stay on the fucking road. And then oh, Jesus Christ. Found, oh, shit. We saw two mountain lions while we were filming. Oh, my God. Oh. So in the tent scene, oh, by the way, spoiler, I'm, yeah. I'm Bigfoot. Yes. I looked it up. You do all the voices. You do all the sounds. Yeah, not, holy but shit. But we did that live. I actually, and it's, I don't know, if I, sometimes I think, I don't know if anyone's ever caught this, the whole movie's mono because it's being shot by the video camera, but when we go to that scene in the tent, it's the only stereo scene in the movie. And I've watched it in theaters where people start looking around, so that was cool. But we did it where there was uh, multiple people all the way around the tent, really far away, and we were had walkie-talkies, and then I would give a signal, and then one of us would approach the tent, or one of us would would do something weird and they didn't know what was coming with the tent like i did throw a rock and afterwards they're kind of mad but um but, but like, <laughs> yeah, did you tell like that's another question i have were you gonna did you tell them the stuff you were gonna do or were you just no kind of like no. cooper king it fucking with them the whole time yeah and it, and it would mix it up and that's the do that's they actually the get pissed at times maybe so frustrated Bryce got, got mad twice at me once when we got off the mountain I thought he was going to kill me because it was like the it was really dangerous. And then, and then uh, the the first take in the tent, he his character started crying, and we had just seen a mountain lion. And, and he goes, he goes, I go, hey, that was really good, Bryce. I don't think you would cry. And he goes, uh, I go, I don't think your character would cry. He's like, my character's not crying. I'm crying. Yeah. Why the fuck are we doing this? We could do this in the parking lot, at the hotel. Inside a tent, no he's, one knows where the fuck He's not at. wrong. He's not no, wrong. I go, we... I, go, that's, I go, that's right. Use that intensity. Just don't cry. Let's go again. And um, the, so the second take, we did three takes of that. And the second take is the one that's in the movie. The third take, it was interesting. They were just exhausted and kind of just... The performance was like fucking kill me, Sasquatch. I'm so done. But that's kind of what you need by the end of it, right? Where it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. fuck it. But I think, I think in that second take, they hit all the different like, uh, you know, it's it's like Doctor Kubler Ross almost, you know, denial and then eventually acceptance and, um, but yeah, I was proud of that scene. The camera doesn't move. I didn't want to do, you know, the problem with found footage is 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 you know there. In a movie, there's usually 1,600 or more cuts at it. It's probably a lot more now in a movie. And in this movie, there's only 67 edits in the whole film. Oh, wow. Mm. The problem I have with found footage is like, who found this footage and said, hey, I'm sorry your family got raped and killed, but... I think there's a tremendous picture here. <laughs> uh, I'll but, answer that. Anyone in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Who wants yeah. to make money. <laughs> we're, and, then, and then they'll wrap it in. Well, we're, it's, it's a tribute to the victims. Right. 
That's, that's how it always is. Like That's what yeah. uh, Ryan Murphy said about the Dahmer thing. It's a tribute to the victims. And I'm like, you sure? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Dahmer's, Dahmer's had a great year. Two, two, two Netflix series, and yeah. I can't get a special. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm trying to get on the Manhattan Village Network at this point. So. <laughs> um, my question, too, is like, is this the, I mean, the big debate, of course, online is like, is it an actual Bigfoot? But you and I have talked about this before, and it's it, it seems like more of like an Elizabeth Smart type thing where it's like some crazy backwoods guy. Is it like a mix of a monster and a crazy backwoods guy stealing him? I kind of leave, leave it up to people, but yeah. the fact that she's missing in the diner, you see her, her that's, that's the same woman that you see at the end of the film. So it's kind of implied. And then there's very also, brave like, nudity, by the way. Wait, wasn't she also the casting director of the film? Exactly. Yeah. Because she could not find somebody to take be naked, <laughs> to drop the laundry out in the woods. <laughs> and so she's, she goes, well, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> and she, I was like, uh, and then uh, she sent me a picture. I go, yeah, great. She so, casting couched herself. <laughs> yeah. But we put, so we put like uh, uh, sugar and chocolate uh, sauce and all these things on her to make her dirty. Yeah. And, um, and then basically had her stand out in the woods. She was like a bear crawler. Oh my God. I was going to say. <laughs> she was, smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> When we filmed that scene, that's a, uh, that's a turn on for me. A woman who smells like donuts. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. And then she walks out. She walks out of the woods, and she's like, "Well, that's off my bucket list." Like, <laughs> what the fuck is your bucket list? <laughs> just, gosh, just being naked in various national parks. Well, that, was, that was the other thing that so the, this was just someone's uh, theories, but they were saying, you know, that's uh, you know, that's a terror thing again for a man to see their like mom. <laughs> naked it's a hillbilly because by the end of it i'm like oh he's creating this hillbilly harem you know Uh where he's like taking this girl with it and then you hear and when 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 the howls come at the end is are those like celebratory howls like battle cry like like we won type of howls no i kind of had the idea i just wanted people to think that there was more than one you know it was i mean the only other version because you know i've made nine movies this is this uh, maybe call me lucky but this one is the one that made money um and people this made more money than world's greatest dad yeah yeah people just love fucking mm-hmm. people love found footage horror you know, all of it you know funny? i think they're disappointed that there's no gore and i don't have a problem with gore i just didn't do that in this movie it's even like in um in like uh uh um you know, um, Rosemary's Baby, you know, that, that split second when I see the devil, I'm like, eh, that's because like in your head, you have a scarier version or. You, and it's a you weird don't... babes in Toyland devil, too. You know, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it does. It doesn't feel like the devil. It just feels like what they thought the devil was in the 30s or something. I don't right. know. Yeah. Yeah. I and like that like, we don't see Bigfoot at all. Yeah. Just and that's what I just wanted to leave it to people. But but, you know, to. To do, you know, I've written gory movies, you know, um, and I'd love to do one sometime. But yeah, God um, bless America is way gory, gorier than this movie. I was, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what's funny? When you shoot people, when you have blood, when you have squibs going off and knives and things, and um, it gets really silly and super fun on a set. Like, it's like the energy. Everybody's, like, it's so excited. I can't explain it. It's like... Um, 
it's like people hiding uh, to jump out and yell a surprise at a birthday party. Like everybody's so excited and everybody's so concentrated on making sure all the things work. And it's like Halloween and a birthday. And it's, 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 believe it or not, it's really fun. I have two acting uh, goals is to be murdered in a movie and to be in one of those true crime reenactments on ID discovery. Oh, that's easy. You could do that. Yeah. Very, very, very attainable acting goals, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I always think that I'm going to end up directing those. Or uh, how to put on your mask in an airplane. <laughs> Isn't that how Rob, Robert Altman got started with all these industrial movies, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the who I don't know the person's name, but you know the Carnival of Souls. They, you know, they did that in Lawrence, Kansas, and then in Iowa, I think, and that was a company that that's what they did. They did industrial movies and school movies. Oh, and, and, wow! And they went out and made Carnival of Souls. But um, yeah, I just I kind of always loved Bigfoot. I wanted to make a Bigfoot movie. I don't know if I'd even go back to where we shot it because the, it is really sketchy now. Dude, is that where'd you where'd you? Because oh, wait, hold on, I want to hear why it's oh, sketchy. Oh no, because <laughs> because of like cartels are now moved in because of the all the weed right. you know growing there. But um, and the last time I was up there, a woman did go missing in the woods. So it was Jesus. like, whoa, it's, ah. yeah, this is scary. This is at Six Rivers National Park. This is actually where it was filmed, or no? It's yeah, Bluff Creek, which is uh, uh, it's it's by Willow Creek. Yeah, you know, Willow Creek gets all the the for some reason that's the Bigfoot. It was really funny. There's a huge Bigfoot museum that we shot some stuff, and, and I mean, it's, it's it's the town's you know, it's it's like Roswell. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's yeah, it's it's exactly it, and and they. They didn't give us releases. They were playing hardball. It's so funny. Um, but I love that. So I wasn't trying to like punk people, but I also thought if I told them what where their interviews fit in, I, I was afraid they'd start acting. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like the woman who runs the travel center, mm-hmm. she's real. I loved her because at one point she just walked off. She just had enough of her bullshit. She just. <laughs> she also did not believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, like she the was one, like, yeah, yeah. You can't at the visitor center was like no, it's not real. It's when that, when that happens, there's no sag rep to call. You know, she's just done yeah. for the day. Yeah, she, well, it's also like, welcome to Detroit. No, I don't like cars. Um, <laughs> I don't believe in the automotive industry. <laughs> Um, well, God, 80% of Rotten Tomatoes is just, like, huge for a horror movie. It's huge. My question, like, how many times, because I've actually done that as a stand-up comic. I've gone from, like, L.A. to Santa Cruz to San Fran to Humboldt. I did, like, a tour. And yeah. when I was in Humboldt, man, and I was performing there, I mean, there were plenty of people that reminded me of the people that killed <laughs> the guys at the end of it. Like, I, there were times, that, like, I'm like, I think I performed for... Uh, them <laughs> at least once yeah. the very you know it, it's a really weird m- type of person i mean it's not like you're it's not like going down south and and dealing with hillbillies it, it seems like a lot of people who don't want to be found <laughs> oh my god yeah i want to leave no trace guys <laughs> yeah yeah um when we uh when we showed it in uh up there in arcadia right mm-hmm. yeah that big and um uh it's all Sasquatch people in the audience, and my my ex wife uh, 
she goes, these people are crazy. What are you going to say? And I get up there and I go, this is the year we find Sasquatch. There's too much DNA. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you played Digital right into evidence. it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheered. Yeah, that's and all you need to do. I walk off and she goes, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> that was a great move. Yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. a great move. You're like, well, this this couple is us. That's why I did this movie. <laughs> you, know, you, you throw that well, in Well, it was later on, I was like, oh my God, this is 100% us. Oh, uh, was it, seriously? I, was it like, were you, yeah, you, you think yeah, you were well, writing we, your well, shit into it? But that's always the case. Like, after yeah. after I made the movie, it, you know, yeah, Sarah and I, uh, my wife at the time, you know, it was like, she was like, yes, of course it's you and me. I was like, oh, okay. And But that happens at every movie, you know, like yeah. when we did World's Greatest Dad about a weekend, Robin's like, oh, He's like, oh, so I'm playing you, huh? And I like, no. And, and my daughter and wife, they're going, behind me and Joel yeah. did the same thing during uh, Joel Murray did the same thing during uh, God Bless America <laughs> oh that's you know. definitely a version of you in that yeah at some points he's wearing my clothes Joel yeah, yeah that one I, I, I could tell for sure um, yeah man and there's definitely parts of this movie where like I could see my I could see torpedoing my marriage in this type of way where I was like hey hon let's go see where Ted Kaczynski wrote his first <laughs> You know, and then just her like being like, "That's it. I've I've had enough. I've had enough." <laughs> That's the difference between guys a marriage ending. I feel like in a in a rela- like if you're dating someone, you're leaving because you're like, "Oh, I'm feeling something for someone else," or mm-hmm. "I'm not grown yet." But marriage is just, I'm done with this. We're out. I am done with this <laughs> this incarnation of a relationship. I am fucking done. You know? Yeah, I am a sponge. I can't absorb anymore. (laughs) I feel like also Dan and I, when we, you know, got married, we were newlyweds throughout COVID and we knew so many people that had been together longer than us that were splitting up or, you know what I mean? It made you reevaluate like who you were with. So I think when you're forced into a situation that's not natural or like one of you wants to be part of it and then the other one doesn't, that can obviously make or break. And for us, it helped. This will destroy us. This podcast yes, will this ruin is, our marriage. This actually may be the end. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. our yeah. The, and the, and the, that's how that's how Nora and I felt the same thing. Like when we made it through COVID, we were like, "Hey, I guess we're gonna do this. We we we're still together." I mean, we we bought a house that we saw online. We never had been into, and uh, you know, it's all woods. So I am turning into the squatch. I pulled. It's a dead end street, and the guy at the end of the street has a had a Sasquatch, like a eight foot Sasquatch statue, <laughs> and a sign that said uh, a really bitchy sign about not turning around in his driveway. And I was like, Oh, I I've found my people. But yeah, I, I when I went up there, man, I bought a bunch of Bigfoot stuff. I, I love all that shit, man. I love all that kitschy. Yeah, and I do like the the you know I I think you know you're a writer if if you know you have to have that 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 brain of an eight year old where it's like well, what if you mm-hmm. know wouldn't it be cool that's actually the only thing I have as a writer is the brain of the eight year old everything else uh, grammatical skills story structure dialogue no but eight year old yeah I just draw pictures I sent Bobcat a script and it was just pictures of the of the scene like I couldn't actually in write crayon. Yeah, just like different colors. Like, had a lot of dinosaurs <laughs> and a cool plane. Yeah. Why is there a yin yang in this scene? You know, like. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, I, and I think, you know, that's the part that certainly, you know, is like, you know, well, what if, what if Sasquatch was real? What if we go up there and, and what if we actually go to where it was? You know, um, 
that all that was just fun for me too you know um when, when there was screaming going on the park rangers showed up that was the only time the real park ranger not the actor yeah. playing so, yeah no not peter and so we <laughs> so we uh uh, one of the there was a tiny crew, but uh, Timmy he played ukulele. I go play your ukulele, start singing. <laughs> we all started singing, and and Laura, the woman, she was still naked. The, yeah, the <laughs> and they comes and they goes and they go and they just they go. They said they were screaming. I go, we've just been singing, and they go, well, we'll stop singing, and then they took <laughs> off. <laughs> But you do not have permits? Do you have permits though? No. no you said they didn't the, give you, you didn't have any permits? This whole movie? No. It, oh my it was god. Just, that so must have been terrible. When you guys were in the cafe, there's like a little girl. I always notice extras in the back of things. I don't know why. And I'm like, oh, she just did like a weird turn to the camera and then walked off. She must be a local, or did they cast this kid? Like it was so no, natural. No, she, it was she like she was just in there. Yeah. She was just in there and saw the camera, you know. Yeah. Well, there's a one thing Bryce does in that um restaurant movie that's such a fat guy move which is not i'm like oh this was written by bob Gatton, not this actor where he like makes fun of the burger but then he's like oh that's pretty good <laughs> he starts like which that's like i've i've done that every single how run, were like, the burgers were they good was the food they okay? weren't they that were was not. a funny thing because because they're, they're going hey these are pretty good and then they both were like sick <laughs> spit bucket just puking but it was funny too because um you know that uh, my sound guy Frank, he was just like, he's like, uh, he's like, I gotta eat, and I go, okay, well, let's go into Bigfoot Burgers and shoot that scene now. We, I knew we were gonna film it, so he's sitting behind them and he's mixing sound. He's got earpods and he's he's eating. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's having a Bigfoot burger, <laughs> and we all we all we all we all stayed together. <laughs> and when we got to the to to the location we were all intense you know and it was it was really fun how long did really you fun. shoot that for how how many days you... it was really short yeah it was driving up and back if you don't include that mm -hmm. it was only five days of filming wow. oh my god but you guys yeah. stayed in a hotel or you really stayed in tents outside no no we stayed in the bigfoot motel yeah. one night and uh it was a little too methy and then um you chose to Stay like in the, the woods. woods the woods is safer. <laughs> You'd rather sleep out on the ground with, with mountain lions. I was going to say the fucking mountain uh, lions. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, motels are so much shadier. There's a, the shadiest place in New York is this place called the JFK Motel, which I've used, which you is literally right there? next to. J I stayed there. It's amazing. And, hey, we've never had. If bed you want to see, like, uh, if you want to see a bunch of hookers holding Mountain Dew bottles, that's the place to go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's this. Yeah, that motel was. Uh, Definitely a little sketchy. So we we camped and then we stayed in this like a cabin that we rented, mm -hmm. um, which was pretty funny too. It was this this guy would just come by at all hours and he could, and he uh, made you some pie. <laughs> oh then, then, what kind of pie? We, we go thank you. He goes well. Aren't you going to eat it? We're like okay. So we're eating the blackberry pie in front of him. He's like, yeah, this is part of it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you do it with your bare hands? <laughs> yeah. So um, you know the the story with the, when the after we saw the mountain lions, I'm I'm sitting with the only the there was a a guy who was a forest ranger who was off duty. Uh, 
and uh, he this wasn't during the the screaming scene because he would have helped us. This was in the tent scene, and and when we're down where the uh, the footage was shot, and afterwards we're sitting around a campfire, and he's got a gun, so I'm sitting next to him because we saw the mountain lion. Right, of course. And he goes, swear to God, he goes, uh, he goes, you know, I'm a writer too. And I go, oh, what do you write? He goes, well, you know, uh, you know, Twilight. You know, I go, yeah. Well, I write, I write, uh, I write <laughs> coming of age tween stories, <laughs> like fan fiction, <laughs> set in the Bigfoot world. But it's set in tweens and Bigfoot world. Those two things yeah. don't mix. And I go, I go. I swear to God, you can look it up. It's on Amazon. I go, well, what's the name of your book? He goes, well, the first one is Yeti or Not. <laughs> That's good. That's cute. I'm looking it up. <laughs> cute. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, that, but then he wrote a book and it, and it involved like uh, nymphs and woodland fairies and uh, the people in the big community. He was married, right? With a with a nice family. And, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of kids. Yeah. A lot of friends. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um, this is the only time the only time I really think you should have ever brought back the police academy voice is at the very end of this movie as one of the like Bigfoot yeah one of the big it's just one of the Bigfoots and then it's like that's what happened to the old Bobcat that's where he is. He's out there. Yeah, he's out there living with the big. Yeah, he's just out there making <laughs> bigfoot. And then the and then maybe Michael Michael Winslow to throw him in there. But um, I think right. that that would have been um, yeah, because this does remind me of Grizzly Man at times, where it's like, especially the yeah. two lead actors, where you're like, oh, okay, this guy not this guy. It, it, he has the vibe of the character has the vibe of I didn't book a role on Wings. So now this is my ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a desperation to get the scene right and to do the intros right and everything. It was, yeah. Yeah, that's, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that's definitely, it does, it does remind me of, of Grizzly Man a lot, talking about a guy and his folly and, and bringing his poor girlfriend along with him, you know. I mean, that's not, that's not disclosed in Grizzly Man, but then you find out later on that's. Well, it's got to be so um, rough for if, if you're a single guy and you see these guys like Grizzly Man who are able to like meet a girl, like not just meet a girl, but actively ruin her life. You know, it's like the same thing as like meeting a guy in prison. You're like, man, women, women just go through so much shit that like they're like, well, he's stable. He's he'll call me back. So I guess I'll. No, he'll go write with the him. letters back in prison. He doesn't yeah. make a call. I know, I know. I know where he is at night. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not going to cheat. <laughs> yeah. Well, Grizzly Man. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be the companion movie for this film. Yeah, I, um, I, I, you know, the the real thing that you know, every time I go to make a movie, and I don't know if I achieve it, but I always ask myself, could I? Can I pull this off? You know, mm-hmm. could I do a rom com with a tiny bit of bestiality? You know, can I do yeah. that? You know, you, each time I'm asking a question, and 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 really. You know, there's so many Tarantino movies where I'm watching it and nothing's going on. There's no psycho with a knife and there's no this. But the tension is so you're at the edge of your seat. Yeah. And that was really one of the driving things to make this movie. I was like, can I make it make it really tense and do what he does with the, you know, it's usually a character that's not on camera, too, was the thing I noticed with um, Tarantino. But. But yeah, so so that's what I, I, I that was my goal to see if I could scare people. And the first time I saw it with an audience, uh, I uh, Lexi and I went to this film festival in Maryland, and and I yelped 
in this during the movie. I went, duh! <laughs> he goes, you know, that's you, dummy. <laughs> See, but that happens to but, me when I wake up in the morning. I will go, like, oh, oh, shit. That's, oh, my God, that's me. It wasn't a dream. Oh, no. <laughs> this Bucky Sinister guy who plays uh, the yeah. weird, humble dude, where did you get him? Well, Bucky's a, he's a friend, comedian. He's a poet, actually. I didn't know oh, that. He was great. He's, he's so, scary, man. He's so good. So he came up. And he, he's a really big guy, and he has one of those smart cars, those little tiny cars. Yeah. And he gets there, and he has driven down a dirt road in a smart car for two hours, and he was <laughs> oh lost. Oh, my God. Me. So he was in a whole movie. He, he was already pissed. He was furious. Oh, he, was, he was fuming. And uh, my friend Amy, who produced the movie, she, she goes, Bucky is furious. I go, well, don't calm him down. Just let's go. Let's go. And um, <laughs> we just did it. Spoken like a, such a director. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just go. And, the, you know. And because he's a he's a sweetheart, you know, he's a doll. And then um, and then we shot the scene and then I go, hey, man, I just wanted to go because I knew you were mad because I knew what you were doing. <laughs> uh, I, I have a question. Was there anything as harrowing as when on Friend of the People I had to leave to take a shit for 20 minutes in the middle of a when we were filming, which is most one Wait, of the more embarrassing. Did you shit moments. yourself? Well, I was it? at the time I was I wasn't I wasn't drunk that day, but I think I was still in a drinking phase and I had had chili the night before oh. and Ken Anderson was in the, who's in the show gives him me his actual pro wrestling finisher. Couldn't be a sweeter guy. Like everybody on that set, you, every, all the actors rest in peace, Kevin. Um, but like he gives me this finishing move and I fucking shit my pants a little and I have to run off. And I, when I say I have to like, I took a 20 minute shit and this whole, pants? no, not oh. my pants. A little came out in my underwear, but like I well, went, I, no, I'm just telling. It's like a regular look, Wednesday in the same I literally was house. like, and I'm sweating. You know what I mean? It's like that thing yeah. where you're not, where you're not drunk, but you're like sweating from like abusing <laughs> your body getting for the months. Poison out. And I'm yeah. like shitting. And then I come back and then everyone with Bobcat was nice. Everyone has to pretend this doesn't happen. But here's the thing that, that really fuck that there's a girl on set who, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Anyway, um, I had went out with one of her friends before we filmed this, right? And uh, I guess <laughs> her friend, her friend, after I had made out with her, like the next day, someone shit in her garage, and she asked me if I shit in her garage. I was like, "No, I didn't shit in your garage." <laughs> so so then her friend called her up and was like, "Yeah, I think he's definitely a garage shitter. I think he has a shitting problem." <laughs> So, <laughs> suffice to say, we never hooked up after that. Um, that was a crazy day of filming, though, because like Jermaine almost got into a fight with like the mom of one of the crips outside. It was insane. I, uh, I'm gonna tell a somewhat relatable, not uh, a story involving, but it's it's a name drop story, and it, it it's um, years ago. I was up in um, Idaho. And I was visiting uh, Bruce Willis and Demi and their kids, and uh, my family was with us. And uh, and Bruce, uh, there's a river that ran through their backyard, and Bruce built the equivalent of a fort on the other side. Built it like a little shed that he could go and escape. And he would, and uh, he said, "Yeah, one night I, I slept out in here, and uh, a river rat ran across my chest, and." Die hard shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking nasty. 
the fact that he called himself diehard, I really fucking love you guys. And uh, oh that shit is pants. I think if I woke up with a rat on my chest, I would fucking shit. My ex, my ex girlfriend, uh, one of oh, my places, one horrible place I stayed at. I went to the bathroom. I just heard her scream, and she's like, "I'm like, what happened?" Uh, she's like, "Cockroach," and I'm like, "Oh, did you see a cockroach?" She goes. One crawled over my face while I was lying oh, down. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this place is a lot nicer. Sarah civilized me. Yeah, I mean, I had to. It was like, you know, Bobo and Walk Like a Man. It was a Karen Mandela. I was like, well, I got to teach this motherfucker how to load a dishwasher. Well, <laughs> one, one, one of the things that we ask on this podcast afterwards, which we could actually get a real answer from you for, is what happens to these characters immediately after this movie's done, which, of course, would ruin any of the suspense of an actual horror movie if you saw it. But it feels like this would actually... This is one of the few ones that would still get scary. Because mm-hmm. it would be her and this fucking... Oh, yeah. Her... It, yeah, I feel like she's not... She's got her... She's going to end up like our, our our woman in the woods nude. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. go well. It's not going to um, go great. And he's gone. He's dead. But the only other idea for a... a, a, like a sequel or something was the idea of just shooting the whole movie again but from the sasquatch pov <laughs> and they're like oh these fucking idiots you know <laughs> it's like her her talking about her acting career and him rolling his eyes <laughs> in the background. yeah yeah and the bigfoot you see like a group of bigfoot and they go we gotta get rid of these people <laughs> that could definitely work man yeah, just a group of disgruntled Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pissed off. And, and another question we asked everybody on this podcast. What is the scariest or spookiest thing that's happened to you in the last month? I, I Well, the scariest thing was, that, you know, uh, the, I got my ducklings and they come. Oh, they come through the mail. Uh, and I what? Was terrified that I was going to open the box and it was just going to be. De- they're all going to be dead? Dead ducks. Yeah. Are they alive? So that- they were fine and i was like can i just go and drive and pick them up it was and they go no we only do that for chickens and i'm like oh of course (laughs) (laughs) so i accidentally ordered four and i was only getting two so i got a call back and say hey i i clicked i shouldn't i ordered and they go uh well look we only have uh 17 female uh silver apple yard that's the name of the duck and uh eggs and i go and we already promised them to you and then there's people who want them i go so you actually count your chicks before they hatch (laughs) that is is the worst business model ever (laughs) there's a long pause and he's just like yeah funny man (laughs) yeah yeah that's the first time i heard that yeah he's so pissed off just like he's like uh, another fucking chicken before the hat Joke, you know, I'm uh, I'm about a foot and a half in uh, in uh, bird shit right now. I don't... So is this the because mo- it's like it's one thing to piss. Do you know when I realized like it's one thing to piss actors off as a director. You were actually not pissing them off as director. You were pissing them. You were a great director, but a shitty wilderness guide. Yeah, <laughs> you were like putting them in the like in the proximity of mountain lions. <laughs> yeah, but I have never been more insane about we're going to get this movie done. And this is, you know, I've yeah. never been, I'm not usually that, that kind of personality, but I don't know why I was. And it's like, Bryce is like, uh, I it's like, uh, I, he goes, I should be sweating. Cause I was just sweating before I go, but we don't have any water. And I go, why don't we just 
cover your eyes and I'll just spray a bunch of off and it'll beat up. And goes, you're not putting off on your face. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have like a park ranger? I mean, you had that park ranger for a little bit, but do you have? But like he was ad- only he was only there like he wasn't there for he was only there for one night the night uh at the in the tent scene where the mountain lion showed up but you know, but um the rest of the time we were kind of on our own at least we did talk to enough people uh uh who were in the bigfoot community that gave us the directions to where to go and all this stuff because uh uh they don't like they don't they don't really want people uh, trouncing around there on the Patterson Gimlin footage site. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. And that Patterson Gimlin site is total bullshit, right? I mean, from everything I've read, but... I don't know, Dan. Some people would say it's real. You're insulting. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, would you ask Spielberg if, if this, aliens it's, are real? It's like the equivalent of asking Trump as he's vaccinated. You have asked this Bigfoot thing. You're like, I don't want to hurt my yeah, demo yeah. here. <laughs> I, I know my target audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's real if you believe it, folks. But mm-hmm. that was awesome, Bobcat. Thank you so, so much great. for talking with us about oh, so this. Good to see um, so good to see yeah, you. hopefully, when, when are you in New York next? We should meet up. No. I don't have anything yet. Uh, maybe, actually, maybe like in November. All I right, cool. The winery. Less of an animal now. Um, and uh, yeah, tell us, uh, tell us uh, what you want to promote. We're be here. And, um, uh, pretty Good Friends Records. You can get uh, my album, Soldier for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I have a question. How many people have gotten this fucking thing and been furious? Because the yeah, because they think it's something else. How many <laughs> psychos? How many psychos have just been like, "I am a soldier for Christ." <laughs> I hope they do. I hope they do. that happened a lot on um, uh, World's Greatest Dad. You know, the the packaging has got Robin Williams in oh. big red font. World's Greatest Dad, and a lot of upset families. Oh really? Oh that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's Mark and it's a family comedy. <laughs> this is Doubtfire. <laughs> so, yeah, so, this is Doubtfire. Wouldn't stare us wrong. Yeah, that happened quite a bit, quite a bit. Oh, well, dude, thank you so much uh, cool. for doing this and send our love to Nora. Yes, please, and the ch- and the that. ducks and the, the ducks. ducks. Yeah. let me know how the Didn't ducks go. Me. Follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at the It Couple Podcast. And if you have a question or comment about horror movies, send us an email at the It Couple Podcast at gmail.com. Also, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. The It Couple is hosted by SJ and Dan St. Germain. Executive producer, audio engineer, and editor is Dan Spaventa. Video producer, Chuck Astudo. Social media producer, Lauren Gerard Couteau. Opening theme music by Mike Abuso at Behind the Curtains Media. Subscribe to our YouTube page for full video episodes and tune in next week for Carrie with our guest, Karen Fian. First time was intercourse. First time was intercourse. And the first time was intercourse. Mama, I was so scared. I thought I was dying. And the girls, they all laughed at me and threw things at me. And he was weak. No, Mama. He was weak. No.